Welcome to Reflect the Life You Want, where we talk about not only how to survive, but to thrive. I'm your host, Tim Howard, man school strategist, former Army officer, successful Homes for Heroes real estate agent. This show will focus on living a life of greatness, of wholeness, and completeness. This show will be talking about our dreams, our goals, and how to go about creating them. So join me to learn how to reflect and design the life you want to live. All right, well, this is Tim Howard, host of Reflect the Life You Want, and I'm excited today as to have my special guests, Gerard and Tracy Newkirk of Genesis Block. So welcome to the show. Glad to be here, Tim. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, we were just talking uh, before the show about when we first met, about probably about three years ago, yeah. you had just moved back to the area, I think, and uh, we were at kind of an meeting around startups and incubators and different technology that was going on. You had some fascinating stuff I never really knew anything about. <laughs> I think you guys were just getting married about that time. Yeah, fast forward. I, I went, the first time we met, um, I was just moving back from, from California. Yeah. And so then those was about blockchain technology and kind of connecting decentralized technologies to blockchain and cryptocurrency. And then fast forward, now it doesn't even seem like it's been that long. I found my <laughs> twin flame, and I don't even know where the time's going. <laughs> well, you guys uh, are very influential leaders now in the community and making a real difference in, in change for us. If, if you would each just kind of give a, a little introduction to yourself, to our listeners about mm-hmm. yourself, your background, what, you know, your passions, your professional experience, and what got you to where you're at right now with Genesis Block. Okay, so I'm... Tracy Newkirk, and I grew up out right across the bridge in Leland. Um, I went to um, what we call it Head Start back then. I don't know, yeah, they still call it Head Start. <laughs> so Head Start, elementary school, middle school, high school, with all the same people. I graduated from North Brunswick High School, left and went to Charlotte to college, to UNC Charlotte, and had a career basically in human um, in human resources. Most of my career was in human resources and talent acquisition. And then um, I got, um, what, lived in Charlotte for 10 years, and I moved back to Wilmington and worked at Verizon. I, mm. Actually, probably most people remember I worked at the city of Wilmington. I was the city recruiter for about five years. Oh. Yeah. And that's where I met a lot of people in the city. And then I went to Verizon. And mm-hmm. then I moved back to, I moved to Georgia, Huntsville, Alabama, back to Wilmington, and then um, back to New Jersey and back to Wilmington. And so now I'm here to stay. I left <laughs> Verizon. <laughs> when I left Verizon, started my um, own company, Unexo. Yeah, coaching business, yeah, I remember. So yeah. a boutique consultancy working with t- um, helping leaders build high-performance high teams. Using my skill set as being a certified resilience practitioner to help um, people make better decisions and solve problems uh, more effectively through having a higher level of resilience. Mm-hmm. And um, was doing that and um, at, got asked, I started um, working with the chamber with the African American Business Council and I got asked to do a speech on intentional inclusion. And in that speech, I talked about wanting to create a Wilmington that my two sons would want to live, work, grow, and raise a family. And um, started working on that as far as just meeting with businesses and talking to leaders about what it would take to make the town, you know, more inclusive and, um, and met Gerard and, um, you know, knew that small business was really important to building culture in a Mm -hmm. community. And then meeting him and his knowledge that he had from being out in the Bay area with accelerators and incubators, 
and growing businesses really pushed my passion forward to let me know that there was a pathway to helping build that type of Wilmington because that's what small businesses do. Small businesses help build a culture for a community. And so us getting together led to several conversations, an apartment full of whiteboards. Um, <laughs> our, first, our first apartment, now that I think back on it, it's probably was embarrassing. We didn't even know to be yeah. embarrassed to have people over. Our whole apartment was whiteboards of us dreaming, dreaming yeah. about. Every time yeah. we had a thought, we put it on a whiteboard, and we had Post-its all over the apartment. That's and cool. um, now we're kind of living it, you mm-hmm. know, and just allowing um us to be the deliberate creators of it and just mm-hmm. allowing that space for it to come in and we just we honestly feel like we spoke all of this into existence yeah. so. your words become incarnate yeah. your thoughts are very yeah. very very powerful absolutely yeah. that's beautiful so thank that's you for sharing tracy a short way to a long way to <laughs> short way to get to how we ended up here how about yeah. you gerard yeah well, well i was born and raised in Burgard, north carolina proud uh, resident of Pender county Pender high school um, and I, I left there, went to East Carolina University, and I became a, did a couple of things. My, my initial dream was to start a magazine, hmm. uh, and so I started that. Um, it was really politically driven, a lot around change globally. I was into decentralized technologies way back then. This was in the late 90s. Hmm. But then I kind of veered away from it. I, I became a retail executive with Belk, and then Macy's, which brought me out to California um, in the Bay Area and Santa Clara. And I just became mesmerized with just the spirit of, of the creativity and the innovation space. And there were so many, so much access to all of this technology, innovative things. And I was just thinking, man, if I had access to this when I was growing up in yeah. in Burga, you know, there was very limited access to anything outside of, you know, playing basketball or going to get a job to work for somebody and then retiring from it. There wasn't an emphasis on entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. small businesses. And so my dream then became, how can I take this back to my native area? And so when I started my technology company, that really wasn't the focus then. Over time, it became, um, I won Startup World Cup in Nairobi, Kenya in like 2018. We got selected for Google for startups, and I participated in so many accelerators and incubators. John Chambers from Cisco became my mentor. So I had a lot of access to some big brains out there, which... I said, well, man, this is already done out in Silicon Valley. There's really no room for this. And, and my heart has always been in bringing my community up. So mm-hmm. then when I met Tracy, it kind of all coalesced. She had a vision of building in Wilmington that her two sons could come back to and raise a family. And, and that triggered in me. You know, I've always had a vision of coming back and making my home like, you know, Crypto Road is what I would, we'd call it back <laughs> then. But a place where this mm-hmm. this dynamic environment where people can come and succeed and it's harmonious and everyone's getting along and getting together and we felt that entrepreneurship would be the best pathway mm-hmm. for that. Well, you guys are living that out. I mean, you're, yeah. you're creating that now. You, you talked about deliberate creation and, you know, what I know about Genesis Block is like you're helping people to create in our community, start mm-hmm. up businesses, mm-hmm. create culture, create community, collaborate with one another and mm-hmm. just bring their own creativity so tell, tell our audience, our listeners, about Genesis Block and kind of the vision behind that and what you guys got going on with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the overall vision at Genesis Block is to build the entrepreneurial class in communities block by block. Okay. That's kind of how when we were whiteboarding it. We, didn't, we had no clue then, you know, how, the, how this would roll out. Yeah. But uh, we, we, do, we do this by a kind of three core things. We call it community, collaboration, and creativity. But for us, the most important thing is building that community, and we do this throughout our co-working space. We have about 4,800 space in downtown Wilmington, right behind the federal building. 
Mm -hmm. uh, currently now we service about 56 companies out of that. Uh, we have wow. co-working space. We have a private office. We also have events, a lot of seminars and workshops with small businesses. And we also operate an entrepreneur academy that consists of four programs. And we pride ourselves on regardless of where you are in your entrepreneurial journey, <clears throat> excuse me, we have a program to support you mm -hmm. to take your business to the next level. Mm -hmm. And then the third component is we just released our technology system. We, uh, we created a company to provide technology products to try and advance entrepreneurship. And the first product that we developed is called Anza. And the purpose of Anza is to lower the barriers for minority and women-owned businesses to participate in contracting, and also to give pathways for prime contractors and developers access to minority contractors. So it's really a technology platform. Coming from both Absolutely. sides. Absolutely. It aggregates. We yeah. basically connect everyone, and we provide marketing for the MWBs. We provide a lot of compliance work, um, mm -hmm. a lot of the nitpicky, trying to keep up with all of the things, a part of that process. We help mitigate that for the prime contractors and development agencies. And then uh, the next thing that we're going into is we're building these innovation corridors. So now that we have co-working, we have an innovation environment, now co-living is going to be the next step for Genesis Block. And we're going to create these innovation corridors, uh, in most cases adjacent to neighborhoods that have historically been underrepresented. Right. So we feel that this is a viable alternative to gentrification because we're going to import resources into the community, mm -hmm. lower cost for living as well as lowering the cost for starting a business. And on top of that, we're going to provide all of these resources from anchor institutions to help support innovation and creativity in communities. That's awesome. That's mm -hmm. exciting. And, and you guys have a specific area in town. You've really got a, an emphasis right now that you're going after uh, Castle yes, Street. Yes, right? 1110 Castle Street. It yeah. was the Wave Transit Garage. Mm -hmm. We figured it's at the nexus of what's happening in the cargo district. Right. That revitalization. We, we are here in the cargo district. We are here in the cargo yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Signal Fire live. Media Studio within right. Title Realty Partners at Eagle. Right here on Queen Street, right? Yeah. So, and then you have what's happening at the front, closer to downtown, that mm -hmm. revitalization in the Creatives District. So we feel that this corridor concept that we're going to bring is going to be at the perfect bridge. So we can yeah. bring the Creatives mm -hmm. together. We can bring the revitalization of, of cargo together. Mm -hmm. Now adjacent to a community, adjacent to the West Willison School is right mm -hmm. over here. We're going to yep. do a lot of innovation and youth entrepreneurship programs mm -hmm. so the kids will have access to this environment and it kind of touches on what I believe is missing in these communities like I said before the imaging there was no imaging for me when I was mm -hmm. you know the country boy out in the farms in mm -hmm. Burgon and Atkinson but once I got access to that look what happened to the dream then yeah. it completely expanded and compounded yeah. so yeah. that's the hope and that's the vision yeah. You know, we were walking this morning on our morning walk, and it's funny, he said, you know, we started talking about block by block. What did that mean um, when we said we wanted to build entrepreneur class block by block? And we both were, we said it has so evolved. The more we've talked about it and the more we put it out in the universe that mm -hmm. that's what we wanted to create, the more mm -hmm. things would come to us that align with it. And it's almost like... The universe built helped us build mm -hmm. out the vision mm -hmm. because we kept saying it. We knew, and I would tell him, I said, when we first started, all I could think about was Main Street, mm -hmm. like walking down a Main Street and mm -hmm. seeing the everybody there was somebody that you were supporting that was right there from the community. Mm -hmm. And when we start, you know, it's almost like because I used to, I would always ask him, so what are we supposed to do with dilapidated communities? If every time you touch one, everybody screams gentrification. I said, mm -hmm. how are we supposed to fix them if we can't do anything that would make, that people would feel like 
that's okay because if you you know you do that and but if every time you bought something in you know you had to worry about okay it's gonna raise my taxes mm-hmm. and now they're gonna come take my homes and you know and so the whole concept now of being able to build the go to these communities and you know find quarters adjacent to them and build them from the inside out and so mm-hmm. that's where you know Genesis Block just really started making so much more sense to me is. One, we said, okay, we're committing to build 120, to grow and develop 120 companies in the next three years. Where are they going to go? Because mm-hmm. we're focused on small businesses. A lot of them are brick and mortar. So mm-hmm. where are they going to go in the community? So now it makes sense because the very people that we're helping build the pe- businesses are the people from the communities. Mm-hmm. And so now it's not exporting the wealth and you know, big developers coming from out of town, buying up the whole stretch or strips in these communities and then exporting the wealth back out. Now it's the very people that are from the communities that are going to build the communities mm-hmm. and it's going to be built from within. And so, you know, we were just talking this morning. Every day it seems like when you're a deliberate creator and you know that that's your role, every day you're learning mm-hmm. and you, you've got to pause and, you know, recognize what were some of these learnings. And we just realized, like, just putting it out there and being faithful and true to it and wanting to have a real solution, wanting to have a viable alternative mm-hmm. that would raise the community up. Now it's just all of a sudden you see yourself walking into it and it's like, mm-hmm. wow, look what just well, you, happened. You made me think about a couple of things for myself that I'll share that kind of tie back to what you're talking about right now and, and some of the concepts within the, what I do in coaching with the man school and whatnot. But first thing was just this idea of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Right. So the, the first E in the reflect acrostic, reflect the life you want is each day to be grateful. Mm-hmm. So I imagine you guys are incredibly grateful mm-hmm. for what oh you're experiencing, yeah. for your relationship, what's happening with your business and just everything that you're getting involved with. But, you know, we talk about the reticular acti- activating mm-hmm. system and then what we focus on expands. Mm-hmm. And you guys started with these whiteboards in your apartment and dreaming mm-hmm. this out. But as you focused on it, it's expanding mm-hmm. and you're having this mm-hmm. incremental you're getting more people excited about what you're doing and getting support and financial support like yeah. Bank of America yeah. behind yeah. the Council Street project. So other people are getting excited with you just mm-hmm. like yeah. I am. It's like, <laughs> wow, look at them go. Yeah, I want to yeah. hear more about what's going and, on. Yeah, and it, it's interesting to note what you were talking about because Tracy talks about the reticular activation mm-hmm. system yeah. all the time with her resiliency yeah. training. And it is where you, you get – you know, I used to all, my basketball coach used to say, you get results where you place emphasis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the thing, same thing applies. Energy yeah. is your currency. Your focus is your currency with the universe in that economic perspective. Yeah. And since we've really focused on the big picture now, mm-hmm. how can we use entrepreneurship as a pathway to prosperity and to socially reconcile? Mm-hmm. It's taken an, another yeah. step because Castle Street and why I think so many people are beginning to get excited about the model, which is bringing all the anchor institutions into this one area, bringing all the resources to one area, is because it allows us to collaborate. Yeah. Yes. Center, centrally focused on what we common, what commonly unites us yeah. versus all of the derivations. There's been so much division in 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. and I think the world is kind of over it. Yes. So I think <laughs> when they see us, we put so much focus on what unites us versus what divides us is our mantra. This is why communities first mm-hmm. and then collaboration second, because that really is the key. Well, it was very, it was very apparent to me as as some of the challenges that were going on in the last couple of years that you guys were being very intentional about bringing people together mm-hmm. yeah. with kind of a unified vision for the community, as opposed to taking 
you know, I'm an extreme side, side yeah. of the, it's just like, okay, look at them go. They're leading, but they're leading from a very positive mindset, mm-hmm. positive place for the community, which brings us all together. Yeah. yeah. So you guys were very, I, for me, as an outsider, we're just kind of watching. It was kind of like, yeah, look at them go. We think, just keep doing that. Yeah. We think there's another, a, a bunch of people out there that are ready to move forward yes. and that want to live life, liberty, the pursuit of property, the pursuit of happiness, whatever yeah. mantra you want to use, that want to create, you know, expand, experience, evolve, mm-hmm. and that's it. And we want to be kind of yeah. like the leaders of that movement. And that's one of the reasons we started the Champagne Life podcast, to make it cool to talk about prosperity. Yeah. You know, it's, it's almost gotten to the point where if you talk, you, yeah. we laugh all the time. We say we, our dream, our nirvana, we're going to have our, our own island in a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you, you used to, you, you know, that was a bad thing, you know, to say things. That's so selfish of you. Like, why would you think? It's uh, like, no, I'm going to enjoy my experience. And for me, that's enjoying the experience. And I think that that's what we started when we started the Champagne Life podcast was it's okay to talk about prosperity and empowerment and living your best life. Like, mm-hmm. um, in you know, we say universe, we say frequencies, I, I say Holy Spirit, whatever you want to say. I said, but it's disingenuous to believe that I'm one with my maker and then I've got to diminish everything about my life to feel good. Right, mm-hmm. right. I'm like, no, I want yeah. to have all yeah, those and, things. And my faith system, which sounds maybe similar to you, is that, you know, my experience is the more that I bless others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, gen- generally with, you know, just altruistically just try to help other people, the more I end up being blessed. Yeah. But I also find it true that, you know, as I'm entrusted with things, whether as a, as a steward to mm-hmm. help people or to be entrusted with a new business company, whatever, the better job I do with that, mm-hmm. then the more is going to be put yeah. before me to be entrusted with and to help more people and to create yeah. more wealth and create more prosperity within the community. So it's like, I, th- I think if you're doing good things, mm-hmm. you're going to keep getting opportunities yeah. to do more good things. Yeah. yeah, we try to have fidelity to those principles mm-hmm. that we are, that we are, we're doing it mm-hmm. from the heart. You know, for us, it was how do we figure out a model? that allows us to support our altruistic ambitions, mm-hmm. support what our goals and dreams are, and, and put us in a position where we're always serving. Yeah. Mm. So that, like you said, you, the more you serve, you get what you give. Yeah. The more yep. you serve, the more capacity you're going to have, the resources to serve more. Yep. And we went from, you know, January, we had really like eight companies. Mm-hmm. Now we have 54, 56 companies total, 38 resident companies, and we have over 80 organizations that somehow participate in some way. Yeah. yeah, participate with us, and next year we're projecting to, to double, almost triple that as far as. Well, you guys are doing something right because you're attracting other like-minded people mm-hmm. that are entrepreneurial spirit that want to do good, want to do good for the community, and that wouldn't be happening if you weren't doing it the right yeah. way. Yeah. You know, we laugh um, because we were, I guess, when we going through the last two years, you, it was almost like we were living in and having an out of body experience. I was, in, <laughs> I used to tell him, I said, you know, mm-hmm. we're not in the matrix. I mean, like, we're, yeah, we're out <laughs> because of it. I, with everything that was going on, we were excited every day. I mean, mm-hmm. but I would tell people, I said, because we had all of these people around us 
that every time they got a win, we got a text message. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like our phone, I mean, you know, one of our businesses got a product on a new shelf. We get a text message. One of them gets, a, um, you know, an expansion or you, you were about you were ready to shut down when you came to us. And now you got more kids and um, people to support and help than you can deal with right now. And yeah. so. That's where we were vibrationally throughout all of this. We were looking at the best of what was happening in everybody's lives. And we, of course, had already detached from television and all that. And so we were almost living. It it was almost like we were here. I told him one day we were walking. I said, I kind of understand now what it means to be in the world, but not of the world. Like we're here, but I don't feel like this is our experience. We're not, you know, and I, I was talking to somebody one day and I said, what if... We just cut off the TV, cut off the news, cut off social media, and everybody just lived your everyday life. Just lived it and be in the experience that you're living. How different would things be? Because there's not as many issues as we think there are. It's just that the media and all these other things, they are there. You can't get away from it. They're just inundating you all the time. But when you step back and you step into your own real lived experience. Mm -hmm. It is a lot different. I mean, every day we were, you know, we gave, I mean, you know, gratitude for our real lived experience and to be able to get up every day and live your passion Mm -hmm. and help other people get to their passion. What do we have to be upset about? I I did. I did something similar. I kind of unplugged late 2020. I just couldn't watch the news anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And we were talking about this. I had a a group of guys that got together yesterday for Veterans Day. I'm an Army veteran and one of the local business owners of brunches uh, offered to buy breakfast. So I brought a group of guys. Some of them uh, Matt my lot here at Signal Fire Media and Rob Renz, one of the other founders of Signal Fire Media, were part of that. And we were talking about that, you know, how, you know, if we just focused on what is right here in front mm-hmm. of us, how much good we can do just being present with one another and stay focused on what we're doing locally for the community as opposed to what's wor- worrying about what's going on outside there or all yeah. the negativity that if we allow that into our minds, um, how it can negatively affect us. So I'm, I'm right there with you, yeah. Tracy. Our, our biggest mantra is feed the focus, starve the distraction. Yeah. Yes, I love Period. that. Yeah, feed the stay. focus, starve, starve the distraction. And then there are only about three things, and this is a lot for our startups because, and, and we know because we get into this now because we're in the process of growing really fast. Mm-hmm. There are only three things that you can do to really move your business as far as your metrics, your benchmarks mm-hmm. that you set. And what you have to do as a startup, you have to measure, you have to put in indicators to whether your energy is going toward that. Mm-hmm. It's the same way with your thoughts. You know, yeah. you're. It's going to grow. Your your experience is soil. Mm-hmm. So are you going to let weeds grow up, mm-hmm. or are you going to plant seedlings that are going to produce good fruit? And you know, some people call it the fourth dimension or whatever. Operating from that point of view of what type of internal conversations that you're having. Your that's what's going to govern so powerful, your, your. That's mindset. what's going to govern yeah. your experience. If yeah. you've been talking about it in the back of your mind, pack a lunch. But it's coming <laughs> forward. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. That's absolutely well. You, we were talking a little bit before the show within the acrostic reflect of reflect the life you want. Mm-hmm. You know, the second E is energize your thoughts towards that which you intend to be, which is kind of like what you're talking about mm-hmm. right now. And it, it sounds like that's really the way you, the language you're using it really drives what you're thinking about your mind management, your mindset, and what you're thinking about mm-hmm. and how that's and coming core, about in your yeah. lives. At your yeah. core, what it, you know, we don't get. 
What is it that James Allen says? He says, we don't get what you want. You get what you secretly harbor or what yeah. you secretly fear. Okay. What you harbor, what you, I mean, what is your most secret desire and your most secret fear? That's what you're going to get because mm-hmm. that's dominating the interplay. So how you manage that dialogue, how you manage that relationship, once you have, because if you reduce fear, then what you have fear of no longer is going to resonate. But the more love. Absolutely. The more love you import, the more trust. You know, a lot of what on my vision board for this year is allow, receive, vibrate, and believe. Mm. And in in the center of it is I am a creator. Mm. So I've been trying to govern my inner dialogue with those things, focusing on I'm driving this experience with my inner I'll share dialogue. an I am script that yeah. I use for mm-hmm. myself that you probably resonate for you guys. So, you know, the Bible verse, 2 Corinthians 10, 5, is around taking every thought captive and making it obedient to Christ. But I write <laughs> out. I was just going to say, when yeah. you, you I was going to tell that? you that scripture. <laughs> Uh, That's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you go ahead and I'll tell you my story with that. So again. my I am statement, in fact, I, I think I want to get this copyrighted, is I am a thought captor, mm-hmm. which is what you were just describing, is mm-hmm. that I'm taking captive those thoughts and I'm putting the thoughts towards things that are positive in my life that I want to have happen as opposed to being fearful or putting all that negative energy out yeah. there into the world is if, if I put forth good things, that's going to attract Good things. Yes. We create the boogeyman. We create the problem. <laughs> yeah. Un- we unwittingly, unwittingly, want, yeah, unwittingly yeah. we create the bad. Well, that skill of taking our thoughts captive, you know, and the, the other verse that really resonates with me is to renew our mind, you know, Romans yeah. 12, too. But, you know, the idea of neuroscience and neuroplasticity, mm-hmm. my hunch is you yes. guys are, uh, so Dr. Caroline Leaf, I really yes. am someone that I listen to a fair amount, and my co-author of the book project, uh, Maria Spears, for the, the mirror book, uh, we talk a lot about that, and we, we really invest in trying to understand and learn more about how does our mind work, how do we, mm-hmm. yeah. how do we, and how does the physiology of it, mm-hmm. plus the neuroscience of it, and just that, it's the, like the one God-given gift that we have is we have total control of our thoughts. Yes. Total. Every thought we yeah. have is optional. But most people don't live their lives that way. Mm-hmm. Most people don't think that Just way. You roll. guys yeah. are demonstrating to others that, yes, that's the way it can yeah. be because you're living it out. I, I love neural, neural leadership. And mm-hmm. um, the, the Neural Leadership Institute with David Rock, Brock mm-hmm. or Rock, I, no, mm-hmm. I can't say his last name. But he does the um, scarf model. And yep. we, I talk a lot about that in, in my um, resilience work. Uh, um, around that long story we won't even go into that but when you were saying but anybody can look it up if they want to but when you right before you said that it was so funny because I when I was training myself to control my thoughts and just not let them wander because I was one of those people that would just ruminate and worry about everything I'd find a way to worry about something it didn't even need to be worried about and I remember get getting that scripture, casting out imaginations and every evil thing that um, try to exalt itself over the things of the Lord, and then aligning yourself with the word of the Lord. And, uh, you know, we say that first part about casting down imaginations, but we forget the alignment part. And so yeah. I could get the first part of you just keep casting it down, casting it away. And then I heard somebody teach on... You got. You can't just cast away. You, you, you know, it's like the whole um, scripture about with the lady who swept her house clean and then it came back with um, what seven times more demons because you didn't feel it with something. Right. You've yeah. got to now feel those thoughts with the right direction that you want your life to go into, and then so learning how 
to be that deliberate creator and learning how to make sure that you're conscious, you know, you're not subconsciously letting reels play in your head and that you are taking control of it, even if you've got to, you know, that's why I always say it's so important to build a vision board every year. Mm -hmm. And I look at mine every single day because Mm -hmm. that's the image that I have to create my day. So when things are when my mind is trying to wander to things that, you know, d- is not driving me down that pathway, I have that visual to just pull me right back into. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny because I even keep a little, I have my big board at home, and then I have a little picture of it that I um, took a picture of and printed it that hangs on my desk yeah. at, the, um, at Genesis Block. And mm-hmm. yesterday, what was it, one day this week, I snatched it off and I was like, look, mm-hmm. these things are just here, here. <laughs> and I ran over to him and I was like, because I was working on something. And it just remind. I just happened to look over and saw the little image of my vision board and saw how everything I was working with was playing out on the um, vision. What we focus yeah. on expands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, one thing about being so immersed, too, in your vision and aligning with your vision yeah. is a lot of the, the mind play that had room, it mm-hmm. doesn't fit anymore. Yeah, it doesn't. Like I was yeah. telling someone, the one thing that um, I learned from Startup Grind is you have to allow yourself to be comfortable being the least basically the dumbest person mm-hmm. in the room. Yeah. And most people aren't humble enough yeah. to allow was, themselves. I was, I was facilitating one of my coaching groups of guys last night and we were talking about, you know, this idea to grow really to rewire our thinking. We gotta get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. First of all. And the other thing was is that I've got to be able to admit to myself that I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know. Because if I'm gonna learn and grow, I have to be humble. And yeah. I have to be open to receiving input and experiences and knowledge from places maybe I haven't mm-hmm. received before. My co-author, she always says, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard. We can't always receive everything that we hear. We not everything agrees with us. But she says, take the gold and leave the dirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Maria's kind of coined that, and it's like, it's like I can, I can, I can get something worthwhile from here from mm-hmm. this person's ideas. I may not agree with everything. That's okay. But I'm mm-hmm. going to take this gold. Yeah. I'm going to figure out how to apply it in my life. And this other stuff I may leave behind. But I'm going to go grab some other gold. Yeah. And I'm going to integrate that with this other thinking that I have, whether it's my faith and the Word of God and Scripture and this thought leader around neural leadership. Mm-hmm. But how do I integrate those things? Mm-hmm. How do they inform me how I look at the world? And show up every day. Yeah. Because the more that I can be who I'm intending to be, I'm going to create that kind of energy that I need to have. And other good things are going to come into my life. That It's funny. We talk a lot with our um, startups. Before we do any type of um, new cohort, we always do an energy workshop. Mm -hmm. And we talk about when you're a deliberate creator... You don't worry about what everybody else is doing anymore. Because Mm -hmm. if you give everybody else room to be a deliberate creator for themselves. And I had to get that. That was one of the things I had to digest and grab a hold to and really make it true to me. Because it's really hard when you see a lot of things going on and you just like, you know, you you feel like you need to fix everything. And I think that's part of what's wrong in our society so much is because everybody's trying to fix everybody else's experiences. Right. And, um, you know, Abraham Hicks talks about this a lot. You can't shortcut somebody else learning. Mm-hmm. Like you can't come in over the top and fix somebody else because mm-hmm. that's not your role. The art of allowing. Yes. Right and so when she talks, to, so when I was listening to that, I said, you know, we have to allow everybody else to be the deliberate creator of their experience. So if their experience sucks, 
we can't fix that for them. Mm-hmm. They have to fix it, and we have to allow them to be that. And so I remember so um, one of the ladies, Cake Man Ball, Sophia Henry, we were in um, class one night, and she said, she came in and she says, you know, I just really grabbed hold of what y'all have been talking about with this energy stuff and being a deliberate creator. And, you know, and she says, and since I have become determined that I'm a deliberate creator mm-hmm. and I am the deliberate creator of my business and growing it and staying aligned with my vision, I don't have time for all this other stuff. <laughs> That's right. She was like, uh, everybody else can do whatever they want. Yeah. She said, when you, when you get laser focused on your vision, you just don't have time. It's not that you don't care about other people. You know that they get to create theirs and you cre- you get to create yours. Mm-hmm. And that is so true because now you give people room to be who they are. And you mm-hmm. just, you're not always trying to fix somebody else because everybody has a right to be their own deliberate creator. Yeah. The C and the reflect across to clarify your inner circle, part of that is like, like you're describing for this woman. She's not allowing that mm-hmm. input that she might have allowed before and you it sounds like you made that growth and that skill for yourself is that you got to the point where if I'm going to take captive these thoughts I can't let all this negativity and I can't mm-hmm. allow this fear to have any space I can't remember how you said it feed the focus it's starve the distraction, distraction. Yeah. where's your words the concepts you have yeah. for yeah, your... because it's not going to come from the external it's going right. to come mm-hmm. internally yeah. See, yeah. so you have to yeah. quiet the noise you have yes. to just like this morning, I mean, it's interesting that I come here. This morning, I was walking down the hallway going to get water, and our future just came to me in a download. And Tracy probably thought today I was going crazy. I was like, no, we got to get this done, this done, this done, this done, this done. Because it comes to you. That's yeah. what happens. It's not going to come through you. you know. And, I, and I'm, I'm kind of a workaholic sometimes when it comes. I'll just get stuck in my zone. But it never comes there. I, I had Yesterday, I went to sleep at like... Six forty five. Six forty five. PM. And I just fell out. I just you know, we've been going so much and I yeah. just had my I was just lost to the world. And I didn't get up to like six thirty this morning. Mm-hmm. But when I got up I was refreshed and oh, I was yeah. walking down the hallway and it just hit Bam 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 bam. Boom boom yeah. boom 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 boom. Yeah. And you're not even working at it. No. It's just like boom, coming boom, to boom, you. Boom, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what we try to tell everybody. When you get aligned in the right frequency and you you activate your put your stuff out there so you activate your reticular mm-hmm. activating system i always tell people your ras is like having the third person in the room that's not you know working with you is that extra person the extra man on the field like mm-hmm. they're bringing you what you need because you have now let them know by the words you put out that that's important yeah, yeah. and so abraham hicks mentions that she talks about is what that just came to my mind as a society, we don't have attention deficit disorder. We have intention deficit mm-hmm. disorder. See, what it is, we haven't clarified, well, you said clarify your circle, but we haven't clarified our vision to the point that when we activate the reticular activation system, it's focused it's on focused what it is enough. we desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. if, if it's too busy, if you got too many things going on, you're still not going to be able yeah, to well, you're As you're talking right now, I'm thinking about my life script for myself, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I, need to, I need to narrow down the focus of that and yeah. get more laser focused on some, some key business yeah. initiatives yeah. that I have. I mean, that's one of the things we talk, we, we tell people, we don't, you know, we work with you 
a lot of our small businesses, they're not running straight in to get a, a, a bank loan. And so we right. don't dig directly, go all out in a business plan. We work on business models. Getting your vision narrowed down enough mm-hmm. so you can get very clear on what you need to be doing and what direction you need to be going in. And I think yeah. that is the hardest Absolutely. thing sometimes for a small business owner is clarity. Yeah. And when you mentioned clarifying your what? Can clarifying you your inner circle. Clarifying your inner circle. The, I looked at that now because that was part of the 67-day experiment that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. And I looked at basically my life is my wife, my two kids, mm-hmm. our startups, and mentors. That's, that's pretty much my experience and my, my so family's you're integrated. You've really simplified mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. the critical the, things. My, my family's integrated in there too. My, mm-hmm. my, my mother and my pop both of them live locally, so my sister lives locally. Yeah. But that's it. And then yeah. we have Tracy's family. And, and there's no other access point for me into the external world as far as relationship mm. other than those. Yeah. That's great. So the focus is there. Now it's a matter of everyone being aligned yeah. with the vision. Well, that's a great segue. <laughs> so I always like to ask two questions of my mm. guests, and it relates back to the Reflect the Life You Want um, theme of the Mirror Book that I'm writing with my co-author, Maria Spears. And it's this idea that, you know, if there's just one thing right now that you're learning, and you guys have been learning and growing a lot mm. in the last three years, if there's one thing that you're working on to reflect more of the life that you want to have, what would that one thing be? So my one thing, and I um, it's funny, I had my awakening um, this week on it. Um, mm-hmm. We do our vision board each year, and we put one word in the middle, mm-hmm. and your mm-hmm. one word for the year. And my one word for this year was expansion. Mm-hmm. I have been exhausted <laughs> this entire year, and this week, these last two weeks, is really catching up with me. I, yeah. you know, and it, every, you know, I was telling him, I said, I just feel like I just can't get it together. I just can't. Two, no two things match. I just, and so um, were we walking? Mm-hmm. So we do. We get up in the morning and walk because I think we. We so much happens to us in sleep <laughs> that we debrief in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I don't know if we were walking or what, but we were talking. And I said, you know, I was looking at my vision board, and my one word is expansion. Mm-hmm. And all I want to do is get to normalcy. Mm. I want things to. I want to be able to predict my day again. I want to be able to lay things out. And I said, but I put out in the universe expansion yeah, yeah. for the year. And what I had to realize is your EES, you know, mm-hmm. your ever evolving self mm-hmm. is not predictable. It's not going and your ever learning self. Mm-hmm. And so every single day, if I, if expansion is my one word, I am learning every day. I'm evolving every day. I'm growing every day. And it's funny, the three words at the top of my board are grow, give, create. How will mm-hmm. I grow? So then what am I going to learn and expand into? What will I give? What am I going to be blessed with so I can share with others? And what will I create? What am I going to be so thankful for that I created? And so so you think about that. That is new every single day. And so I'm exhausted trying to get normalcy when my normal is expansion. And that's you're probably going to get a little more focused on Mm -hmm. that word for... 2020. I've been thinking about my word for 2021 has been transform. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to think about what am I going to have for 2022? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is yet. So reflecting yeah. the life you want, you're really focusing. You're really, it sounds like you're thinking about because of what's been happening this past year with your focus on expansion is 
how are you going to carry that forward to yeah. get more normalcy? Yeah, now how do you live where expansion is the norm? Ah. Because nothing's normal then. Yeah. And so that's why I was I was like now like is how am I go how do I live like it's you know we're in November so I've been in 11 months with this word and yeah. now I'm just starting to understand, understand yeah. instead of being exhausted every day because nothing's normal I've got to change how I'm looking at this and, and enjoy the exhilaration of that growth space Absolutely. feels like this instead mm-hmm. of it feeling like something's wrong. Like, why can't, why don't, you know, why am I so tired? Why nothing, Why does nothing match? Why am I always stressed? My brain is stressed and stretched. Well, that's normalcy when you're expanding and learning. So as, as your life is expanding, now you got your mind has to expand yeah. to be able to. And that neuroplasticity has to kick in, allow me. Yeah to appreciate this space versus fight against this right. space. That's really cool. Yeah. Because your brain wants normalcy. The brain wants more things routine so it doesn't have to work as hard. Right. And that, you know, when you're teaching as far as the scarf model and resiliency mm-hmm. and all, the brain wants a routine. Yeah. And so I've got to make my brain understand mm-hmm. this is it. So I'm going to give the second question to you. So if... Um, Tracy shared around what she's working on on a personal level. If if you were to give advice, and you do a lot of coaching and mentoring and you're leading startups and, and new entrepreneurs, if there's one piece of wisdom that you could impart to someone to reflect more of the life that they want, what would that be? Pain pushes into vision pulls. Mm-hmm. Pain pushes into... Until into, vision pulls. Pain pushes until vision. So if you're feeling uncomfortable somewhere, it's kind of like the lobster story. If you're feeling uncomfortable, that's natural. It's time to clarify the vision and expand. Ah. Which then will lead you into the segue and the feed and the focus and starve the distraction. I'm going to enjoy listening so back up, to this episode. You just, you set there's up so that. much richness. Because they're all indicators. You, yeah. you set up that continuum yeah. that is driven by pain pushes into vision pulls. All right, so if you're uncomfortable in every in any relationship or any interaction point in your life, then that is a signal that it's time to expand. So you need to clarify the vision on exactly what it is you desire. So once you do that, now it's time to feed that focus and starve the distraction. Yeah. So that's just a continuum. So I'm if I had have advice, to come through one of your courses, yeah. I think. If I had advice <laughs> to give anyone, it would be because you almost have to set. Framework. So when I'm feeling uncomfortable, and I'm and I'm, my biggest thing has been to allow. So to yeah. allow all of these big minds to come in and kind of guide what we're doing. Yeah. Because it's bigger than me and Tracy now. Yeah. It's much bigger yeah. than that. Like I don't even look at now. It's you know the real job of a startup is really a startup is an organization that has 18 to 24 months to build a repeatable, scalable model before resources run out. Right. So I really looked at it like Genesis block like that. So all of the ego is gone. It's very mm-hmm. clear. It's very vision driven. It's very mission driven on what the bigger vision is. Mm-hmm. But what had to happen is all of that uncomfortability. That was where I, that's where I need to expand. And so mm-hmm. that's when I really need to get in her, remove the distractions, feed the focus. If you're willing to share, what's your one word been for 2021? Mine was I am a creator. So and really was allowing because okay. I think allowing Allow. was really my biggest point mm-hmm. of friction. Um, because you have to allow me. You have to allow things to come in. And yeah. the only way you can allow, because I'm really kind of like a provider. I like to be the guy that mm-hmm. I have that kind of protect, protect provide, provide instinct. Yeah, right? So yeah. a kind of swashing that a little bit. Let go yeah. of that and, and allow them to become bigger than just yeah. drawer. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I, I tell you, I've, I've, that's probably one of the things I'm most proud of in his watching his growth and expansion because I'm a resilience coach, and so I've done yeah. his resilience profile. He's a 24 percentile on connectivity, and that means using other people's resources. Right. So to hear him say, let go of ego, pull back, and let people in to guide and mentor, yeah. that's huge growth yeah. <laughs> for somebody who's a 24 percentile. All right, look at the results. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look at how many Bank of America. Look companies all these you've attracted. Right. Yeah. Block so that's my, that's my testimony. Awesome. Yeah, we all are. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, – it's it's been really cool just to sit here and have a conversation with you guys about all you these ideas. Back. Yeah, this is really cool. So Genesis Block, you got a lot of great things going on. Um, you've got some initiatives here in the local community. You're collaborating with others. You're focused on creativity. If people want to learn more about Genesis Block or connect with you guys on all the different programs you have going on, or just be able to connect with you one on one, what's the best way to get in contact with you guys? Um, I would say go to our um, website and okay. book a tour. GenesisBlockILM.com. GenesisBlockILM.com. And book a tour with us and come in. We Raymond's there. Raymond's our community manager. She is great. She's fantastic. And um, just come in and learn more. A lot, you know, that's where we most people, once they've taken a tour, they want to be a part of the community. Yeah. And, and also email us at info at GenesisBlockILM.com. And we really are pushing now to become a global brand as far as advancing entrepreneurship. So okay. there's many followers on Facebook at Genesis Block ILM. We're on Twitter at Block ILM, mm-hmm. Block underscore ILM, and we're on Instagram at Genesis Block ILM. Yeah. So as many people just follow us because we're a very engaging community. And Well, when we have platforms. the episode show notes for this uh, episode of the Reflect the Life You Want podcast. We'll make sure and put all oh, those great. connections so, much. so that people can reach out, connect with you. And uh, yeah, I was checking out. I saw that book a tour. I, I was like, I got to come down and see. Yeah, yeah. come check it out, man. Yeah. So, well, it's been a just a distinct pleasure to have both of you mm-hmm. here today. Great. And I, you know, I had no idea what we might get into talking, <laughs> <laughs> but I am so glad that you guys came because there's so much. Uh, I just love how you're thinking and you're growing and you're expanding mm-hmm. and you're, you're thinking and your mindset and you're being very intentional about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think you two are both really positive role models for mm-hmm. anyone in our community. Mm-hmm. And I, I love seeing what you're doing, how you're providing leadership within the community, but I also love to see how you guys are growing and impacting so many different people's lives. So mm-hmm. it's been a distinct pleasure to have you here Thank today. You. Thanks so much, Tim. You've enjoyed it. Well, I always say to my guests, go out there and live a life of greatness. Mm-hmm. We're on the way. We Toes are down, brother. <laughs> gotcha, coach. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. <laughs>